Hey, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you. Today is Thursday, November the 26th. You guys, we have so much to be thankful for. Stick around. I think you're going to be encouraged. I've got plenty to be thankful for I haven't got great big yachts To sail from shore to shore Still I've got plenty to be thankful for I've got plenty to be thankful for I haven't got a great big yacht To sail from shore to shore Still I've got plenty to be thankful for I've got plenty to be thankful for. Not a private car, no caviar, no carpet on my floor. Still, I've got plenty to be thankful for. I've got eyes to see with, ears to hear with, arms to hug with, lips to kiss with, someone to adore. How could anybody ask for more? My needs are small. I buy them all at the five and ten cent store. Oh, I've got plenty to be thankful for. How could anyone ask for more? My needs are small. I buy them all at the five and ten cent store. I've got plenty to be thankful for. We have a lot to be thankful for, don't we? And we know that thankfulness doesn't come from a, uh, a five and ten cent store. But I loved the heart behind this because basically it's Bing Crosby saying we don't need all the big stuff, all the fancy things that people say that we need for Thanksgiving. And today I'm probably not going to go my full uh, 20 minutes, but today I thought I would just encourage you with a little bit of history about this holiday that has become just ingrained and part of the uh, fabric of uh, the United States. And I love Thanksgiving because it's it's all of the, I've told you guys for years, you know, it's all of the the wonderful familyness and the together and the sharing of food without all the pressure of the presence. Thanksgiving doesn't sparkle, right? It has kind of a softer glow about it. I think it offers a quiet peace. It offers a time to reflect and to be thankful. And heaven knows we need that right now. And uh, I wonder sometimes if we if we forget about Thanksgiving. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but I want my kids to know the history behind Thanksgiving. I want them to know about Squanto and the Mayflower. And I hope that they realize that these pilgrims came to this beautiful country in search of freedom. I want them to know that uh, Thanksgiving would have disappeared uh, altogether if Sarah Hale had not petitioned no less than five U.S. presidents to make it a national holiday. And I'll link back to uh, a blog post that I did years ago uh, called Forgetting Thanksgiving the Nightmare Before Christmas. And I wrote that there is a book that I've read to my kids, and I hope you guys will pick it up and read it to your kids, too. It's called Thank You, Sarah, The Woman Who Saved Thanksgiving. It was written by Laura Anderson, or Lori, sorry, Lori Anderson. And in it, we see a glimpse of Sarah Hale's spirit. She wrote persistently to officials in many levels of government promoting the observance of Thanksgiving as a unifying national holiday. And she wasn't a woman to take no for an answer. And so she kept on writing for four decades. You guys, listen to the persistence of this woman. For four decades and five presidencies, Sarah wrote. 
She believed that observing Thanksgiving was a way that we as a nation could be unified. And in October of 1863, President Lincoln, perhaps in a response to an editorial that Sarah had published in the magazine she edited, read a Thanksgiving proclamation to, quote, fellow citizens in every part of the United States and also those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands to set apart to observe the last Thursday of November next as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our wonderful Father who dwelleth in the heavens. And I thought I would read it to you. I, You know, I, I linked back to it in the blog post when I originally wrote it and, you know, I got this book and read it to my kids. I was so amazed by it. This woman whose persistence really resulted in this national holiday that we call Thanksgiving. And it didn't become a holiday until the fall of 1863 when President Abraham Lincoln issued a proclamation declaring that the day that we are celebrating today, the last Thursday, November, should be a day of national Thanksgiving. And when he issued the proclamation, he gave credit for it to Sarah Hale. And at that time, she was the editor of Gotti's Lady Book, a popular magazine for women in the 19th American century. And so this article is from thought.com. I, I loved it. It said, Hale, who, accom- who campaigned for years to make Thanksgiving a nationally observed holiday, wrote to President Lincoln on September 28, 1863, and urged him to issue a proclamation. Hale mentioned in her letter that having such a national day of Thanksgiving would establish, quote, a great union festival of America. With the United States in the depths of the Civil War, perhaps Lincoln was attracted to the idea of a holiday unifying the nation. At that time, Lincoln was also contemplating delivering an address on the purpose of the war, which would become the Gettysburg Address. Lincoln wrote a proclamation which was issued on October 3, 1863. The New York Times published a copy of the proclamation two days later. The idea seemed to catch on, and the northern states celebrated Thanksgiving on the date noted in Lincoln's proclamation, the last Thursday, November, which fell on November 26, 1863. And I think this is so interesting, you guys, because today it is again falling on the 26th of November. Today we are also embroiled in a bitter civil war, and uh, the stakes have never been higher for our country. And I thought, you know, this is a good day. I don't think I've ever actually read his Thanksgiving proclamation on my show, but I'm going to do it today. So here we go. This is Lincoln's Thanksgiving proclamation, dated October 3rd, 1863, by the President of the United States. The year that is drawing toward its close has been filled with the blessings of fruitful fields and healthful skies. To these bounties which are so constantly enjoyed that we are prone to forget the source from which they come, others have been added, which are so extraordinary in nature that they cannot fail to penetrate and soften the heart, which is habitually insensible to the ever-watchful providence of Almighty God. In the midst of a civil war of unequaled magnitude and severity, which has sometimes seemed to foreign states to invite and provoke their aggressions, peace 
has been preserved with all nations, order has been maintained, the laws have been respected and obeyed, and harmony has prevailed everywhere except in the theater of military conflict. While that theater has been greatly contracted by the advancing armies and navies of the Union, Needful diversions of wealth and of strength from the fields of peaceful industry to the national defense have not arrested the plow, the shuttle, or the ship. The axe has enlarged the borders of our settlements and the mines as well as of iron and coal as of the precious metals have yielded even more abundantly than heretofore. Population is steadily increased, notwithstanding the waste that has been made in the camp, the siege and the battlefield, and the country, rejoicing in the consciousness of augmented strength and vigor, is permitted to expect continuance of years with large increase of freedom. No human counsel hath devised, nor hath any mortal man worked out these great things. They are gracious gifts of the Most High God, who, while dealing with us in anger for our sins, hath nevertheless remembered mercy. It has seemed to me fit and proper that they should be solemnly, reverently, and gratefully acknowledged, as with one heart and one voice by the whole American people. I do, therefore, invite my fellow citizens in every part of the United States and also those who are at sea and those who are sojourning in foreign lands to set apart and observe the last Thursday of November next as a day of thanksgiving and praise to our Father who dwells in the heavens. And I recommend to them that while offering up the ascriptions justly due to him, For such singular deliverances and blessings, they do also, with humble penitence for our national perverseness and disobedience, commend to his tender care all those who have become widows, orphans, mourners, or sufferers in the lamentable civil strife in which we are unavoidably engaged and fervently implore the interposition of the Almighty Hand to heal the wounds of the nation and to restore it as soon as may be consistent with the divine purposes to the full enjoyment of peace, harmony, tranquility, and union. In testimony whereof, I have hereunto set my hand and caused the seal of the United States to be affixed. Done at the city of Washington, this third day of October in the year of our Lord, 1863, and of the independence of the United States, the 88th, Abraham Lincoln. We really do have so much to be thankful for. And if we skip Thanksgiving, if we ignore it altogether, We're missing out on an amazing opportunity to say thank you to the Lord. But then we miss a lot of things in the United States right now, don't we? And I think forgetting Thanksgiving or even sidelining it is a big mistake. You guys, we got to get this right. I want my children and my grandchildren to look forward to gathering around the table this Thanksgiving. 
I want them to remember seeing their grandparents, their parents, their aunts and uncles and neighbors bowing their heads in reverence and gratitude to God. I want them to learn that being thankful for what we have is better than getting things. And when I'm gone, I hope my grandchildren remember that their Mamsie loved to cook a turkey just right for whoever would come and enjoy it with us. I hope they still watch Charlie Brown's Thanksgiving and tell the story of Thanksgiving to their children. I hope they'll read Sarah's story to their children also. Because to me, you guys, Thanksgiving is sacred. There was something almost magical about driving down the road to my grandmother's house as a child and noticing every single store was closed to honor the special day. We took a break. We played games, we ate food, we listened to stories of our grandparents, and we learned to give thanks. And right now in our country, we've got a nightmare before Thanksgiving, a nightmare before Christmas that is only heightened when we forget Thanksgiving because we're burdened or because we want to rush past it to Christmas. But to forget it is to miss out on the blessing. So today I hope we'll stop and remember. It's just one day, but it's not an ordinary day. And so today I'm going to encourage you, take time, slow down, look up, look around, and be thankful. Lord Jesus, we do thank you for the incredible blessing of being born in the United States of America. And Lord, we're in, we're in, bad, in bad trouble right now. And Lord, we just want to say that we acknowledge the sins that we have committed as a nation. I know that not everyone does, but Lord, your people who have called, been called by your name, Lord, we acknowledge that this nation has sinned against you, Lord, and we ask you for forgiveness on this day, that we are giving you thanks for all that you have done and all that has been entrusted to us. Lord, for every mother, for every dad, for every grandparent, for every teenager, for every young child listening to this today, Lord, I pray that our hearts would be turned towards you, that we would turn the praise music up in our homes, that we would enjoy each other, that we would enjoy the relationships that you've given us, and that we would dedicate ourselves today to the pursuit of righteousness in this nation. I pray, Lord, that our hearts would be grieved for the things that grieve your heart and that they would rejoice for the things that you rejoice over. Your word says that you rejoice in the truth. And so we rejoice in the truth also. Lord, I pray that the time that we have around the the dinner table today would be precious and memorable and that would mark the beginning of a change in our families toward an attitude of giving you thanks for everything that we have, no matter what comes ahead, Lord. We belong to you. And I pray that our lives would be marked by a thankfulness to you and to your word. We thank you for what you're doing, for what you have done, Lord. We thank you for the gift of Jesus Christ. And Lord, I pray for every person that's listening to this right now, Lord, that if they don't know you, that they would stop what they're doing right now and they'd say, Lord, come into my heart, make me new. Fill me with your spirit. The gospel really does change everything. Thank you for the families that are listening to this today. Lord, I pray your richest blessing upon them, that we would be men and women who are known for our love for you and for our love for other people. 
We invite you into this day and we thank you for it, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a great Thanksgiving, everybody. I'll see you back here tomorrow. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com. 